You are no longer part of the system. You are above the system, over it, beyond it. We're them, we're they. We are the brothers. Know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. Yeah. And you know this, man. Yeah, man. So we are back and better than before. Welcome. Welcome. We are the brothers. It's your boy Jay Brewster. Right now. Boy Earl. Yeah, man. So collectively we make the brothers. The brothers. brothers. Shout out to everybody who continues to tune in, comment and share. Like. It's been uh what, 30. Eight, nine? Well, no, we on 42. 42, brother. 42 episodes. 42 episodes, yeah, man. So That's pretty dope. Got a little bit of longevity here. We started this in, what, 2015? I think it was, 2015. We took a bit of a break, of a break. Yeah. yeah, we took a long break. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we hit episode 100. We got to do something stupid. Oh, yeah. Shoot, before we get to 100, we got to do Actually, 50. 50. Yeah, 50, oh, 50 yeah, we're going to do something, something though. Yeah, yeah. we're going to do something real special. Yeah, man, we're going to do the whole podcast in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, yeah, man. Thank y'all for like uh, tuning in, like we said before. Yeah. I think Earl um, has some interesting dialogue on social media. Um, I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but you hit us up. I think on uh, was it Marco? Yeah, it was like yeah, offline. On uh, Marco. Um, so you, you want to kind of talk about that for a second? Yeah, we were just talking about uh, holding the door. Being courteous, you know, for uh, being a gentleman, yeah, to women and just kind of trying to pick their brain and figure out what they're thinking when we're not gentlemen or when people don't hold the door, or when are they, when do they expect men to hold the door? It was interesting seeing some of the responses yeah, from yeah. women. Um, a lot of women uh, felt like you know, I'm saying, when a man doesn't do it, they don't necessarily care anymore. Right, and that's Which, that. It is kind of sad. I think that we have we kind of trained them to feel that way. Or society kind of pushed that Or Cause even like I think Shake He mentioned He was just like I found a lot of women Don't appreciate it Or don't even right. want it so Well like, even now Like Ashley was saying She just don't expect it anymore Like Yeah 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 Man I don't, just, People are talking It grinds different. my gears yeah. When people don't say thank you <laughs> It and does And man, man or woman It does You know bro. what I'm saying Right 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 you, I hold it over. You walk through and just walk through as, as if I didn't yeah. just hold the door before you. That's rude, man. And that, that came up too about you know like just holding the door for people in general, right? And I was telling her like you know like I find I hold the door for dudes too, especially like yeah, the older. I don't care who it is. Yeah, it don't matter, man. I, you know what's up, bro? Whatever. But yeah, you do find some that just you know they walk through and I'm like, man, I wish I would have let this shut in your face. Right. Like, hey, are you the same way? Where like <laughs> I saw somebody talk about this one time. Uh, if you let somebody over Yeah Like while you driving And yeah. like They don't like Signal Acknowledge you You know acknowledge yeah. you Makes yeah. you want to be like Oh man I'm gonna yeah. my spot well, For one Cause it's a one car rule With that <laughs> yeah. dude really Like yeah. I don't know If that's unreal. Don't try to sneak in there to be number two <laughs> yeah, Don't do it Don't try to be number two bro. Don't sneak in here yeah. These little unwritten rules We have with, For real yeah. I don't think that's even like Rip road out of any traffic Like like no, you don't have to let nah, nobody bro. over. One I mean, it's, up, it's courteous, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially, and, and the part that gets me is when it's like crowded, like you trying to get out of a stadium, like a game or something. Bruh, yeah. Like if you be, I'm like, I'm being nice by letting one car one through. Out. Like don't try to sneak in here. Don't Sir, Sherelle don't even like me to let one out. She was like, 
I'm like, man, somebody gotta let you out, man. Right. I'll, be, I'll be like that. Right. So Sherelle be fun to talk about. Hey, yeah, bro. She be mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm always extra courteous if somebody let me out. Then yeah, I, yeah, then, then I'll, I'll let somebody else I'll, I'll kind of return the favor. Right. But if, 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 if it's like jam packed and ain't nobody budget, like, I'm not I'm not even moving. I'm like, nah, you gotta wait, homie. I had to wait, too. Roddy be like, hey, uh, uh, wait, wait for me up at the corner. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm gonna come pick you. Bro, what's, uh, what's your move like when. When like you know a car's letting you cross the street or like or they're waiting on you, do you do like the hop and jump? Like you feel like you got to jog across? Yeah, I mean because it's, it's, it's a car, you know. Or somebody like, holding the door, do you feel like you got to jog up to the door? I mean, I felt that way before. I hate that. Feeling, yeah, it depends on how, how far I am away. Yeah. Like, I do try to speed up a little bit because especially if they like holding it, like come on. Yeah. They looking at you like, hey buddy, come on. <laughs> Same, but, yeah, I mean, I hit you with the. I'm checking my phone real quick though, right, just right, so right. they'll leave. Like, well, I'm good. Go ahead. Right, right, right. Just, just, just go ahead. I think that with these unwritten rules of society, I don't know, man. I think are our kids, man, not realizing that level of courtesy is needed for a good uh, welcoming society. Yeah. You know, like, because I, I think. Man, like when we was growing up, like if you walk into a room, you speak, speak to everybody right. in the room. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you acknowledge everybody. You don't just Especially walk in. When you come to somebody's house. <laughs> right. You don't just walk in and sit down. Like y'all ain't gonna speak to me. Right. right. So like you certainly didn't walk to nobody's house and just sit down someplace. Yeah. But you yeah. speak. You got check kids on that. You're like, hey, you know, hey. Well, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of that too. I've been telling my daughter like, "Hey, when, you, when adults talking to you, you look them in the eye, keep your head yeah. up, speak clear, get out of grown folks conversation." Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> have it's a not, seat. Not bro, because at middle school, some of these girls' attitudes, I'd be like, "That came straight from home." Like, your parents <laughs> ain't checked you. You yeah, know, was- they let you do this, and then they come to school with that same, you know, stankiness. Yeah, same attitudes. Like, nah, ain't gonna fly here. So this week has been pretty good for y'all. Yeah, so far so good. Man. Pretty good week. Nothing yeah, very crazy happened. Excited. Nah, so last few weeks of school, man. So like, so butt crazy just happened. Kind of, bro. <laughs> like you be trying not to write kids up, and you know, they on their way to turn to school. Some of them. Have you, you know? ever like? Hey, I'm gonna ask you this question, but I don't know if you can answer this on air or not. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, has there ever been somebody who you knew needed to be disciplined and rode up? And you was gonna find a reason to write you up. Like I'm about to say, like you was like targeted them, but like they may have like got away with something. That's exactly well, what you just said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did sound like. <laughs> no, no, I'm about to say targeted no, them, but um, it's like saying like you know what I'm, I'm not gonna. I, I might let somebody else slide off that yeah, type of behavior, yeah. but for you, I'm definitely not gonna let none of that behavior like slide. There, off. there's a couple like that, man. I'm yeah, gonna, but, uh, make it, an example of somebody. Basically. Yeah, because. Uh, but you have some that you see and you be like, man, you always getting off. And I don't know why you always getting off, but I'll let you do it around me. Sometime in your head you do that. But then, like me, I don't write referrals really. You know what I'm saying? I rarely write a referral. You be smoking kids. <laughs> bro, bro, I just, I just hate, I just talk to them and make them feel bad about what they did. But I hate writing referrals. Everybody over here roasting the children. Bro, nah, bro, but. Yeah, it, it do be like that. Sometimes you be like, man, you do, let you do it around me. I'm writing you up. Them other teachers may not write you up, but. <laughs> Have you ever did that, bro? Have you ever got to a road session with a kid? No, I don't do that, bro. <laughs> nah, I don't play with kids like that, bro. <laughs> I don't believe you, bro. I don't. I don't know. Nah, I, I really don't. You. Like I don't. you never. No, no. At middle, bro, at middle school, because I can Hold say. Hold on, let me see. When I, <laughs> say, wait, wait, I can okay. say like when I was substitute teaching, there but, was times we got with the athletes, yeah. and we was roasting some of these kids. I don't. Man. I don't necessarily do it. There was a boy. Um, but he didn't go there no more. I won't still won't say his name. 
He was clowning somebody about his haircut. I think I told y'all about this. Yeah, well, he got in trouble. His mom sent him to school with a messed up haircut. <laughs> yeah, so he made a little boy cry about some like golden shoes he had on, and the dude was filling them shoes, bro. He made him feel bad about it. For his golden shoes. Yeah, bro. But uh, I clowned him, and I told him, you know, when you was coming to school with your hair looking like, you know, <laughs> what it was looking like, you know, you had your hoodie on. They want people to see you and all this stuff. But it wasn't necessarily us going back and forth. It was just me like. Hey man, yeah, yeah you, you clowning him, bro. Remember what you was looking like last week? Yeah. Would you roast a kid, right if you were a teacher? Get him, give him to him, <laughs> give it to him every day, every chance I got. Yeah, I think I would too. Bro. We have the last five minutes of every Friday. We have a roast. Whoever want to step in the ring, because you know we grew up in the era of Joni. You know yeah. what I'm yeah. So you know we played the, we played the dozen. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I don't think kids today they ain't built for that. Nah, they not. So you know if they wanted to step into the ring with me, you know, I give them a good sparring match. <laughs> <laughs> I got no problem. Send you home crying on a Friday. You know what I'm saying? And like I think that even the art of roasting somebody has like Oh yeah, they don't have that no more. They, they don't have it. Because like me me and my homie Lewis, like we will go back and forth like on social media or some stuff. Yeah. And other people kinda look at like, are they like really I was like, nah, we not really yeah. mad at each other, but we just we roasted each other. That's what we do. And nobody's like feelings are getting hurt, but people don't understand that nowadays. Yeah. It's kind of sad. It's kind of a lost art. Like I said, it built character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The back of the bus, brother. It was it, <laughs> No holds barred Everything goes You did it Yeah man So We got uh, a special A special type of uh, Episode today We kinda well, Earl Earl definitely uh, Hinted at it uh, Brother Rodney He has uh, uh, His testimony uh, And we want to You know Just basically hear his heart And have him share You know what I'm saying Something that has been Like uh, Pretty life changing And we kinda You know Walked with him through the uh, this the season of his life, yeah. So we kind of want to bring y'all in on on that, man. So so Rodney, go ahead, back Rodney when you were two years old. Two years old. We're not gonna go back that far. <laughs> we just gonna go back a couple years. Right. Um, we're gonna start in the year 2017. That's kind of where my life took a drastic change. Um, and now that I look back at it, I don't I don't want to say change for the worse. Um, definitely different. In a lot of areas um, And I actually talked to somebody today um, My first time ever talking to him um, And I kind of shared a piece of this story That I'm getting ready to share hmm. On the podcast today And he was just like man that's um, <clears throat> He was like that's awesome He was like I've never heard somebody that faced so much devastation And have so much joy in their voice And this is the first time I ever talked to this man um, It was in reference to a scholarship Everybody know I'm trying to start school back uh, Next month So it was, yeah. a ref- it was in reference to a scholarship So um, it and it encouraged me, man, to to let me know that um, I'm doing the right thing. And I'll kind of before before I start this, um, I'll kind of say this uh, to put this kind of disclaimer out here, or you know, just kind of put this out there that um, this is not easy for me to share um, because it's very personal to me. It's dealing with my health, dealing with my everyday life, um, so it's not an easy thing for me to put out there. And um, I'll kind of explain some of the reasons why, you know, as we go along. Um, but I'll start uh, back in, like I said, in 2017. And if you guys want to say something or uh, have a question or anything, interject at any time. Um, For sure. <clears throat> but um, in the year 2017, um, early in the year 2017, um, I started feeling a little sick in my body, started feeling different. And one thing about it is that um, in my life, I've never really been sick before, not at all. 
um, never been in a hospital um, before 2017, um, nothing like that. You know, the biggest thing I had had was a broken pinky finger in middle school. That was the only time I had ever been into the emergency room or anything like that. Um, so, uh, 2017, I started feeling like really weird. Um, I started gaining a lot of weight, um, um, kind of unintentionally, uh, not knowing why. Uh, breathing was getting real heavy and everything like that. Um, and I, I had uh, come to find out I had I was diabetic um, and I had high blood pressure. And high blood pressure is something that runs in my family. It runs in a lot of African-Americans families. Um, and um, I knew I had high blood pressure from, from years of getting physicals and yearly checkups and stuff like that. Was you on medication um, for high blood pressure? Like, no, not really. I, I, they may have prescribed me some or told me to take something. But you wasn't taking, taking it. it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So... Um, throughout ignorance of my own And you know I kind of say that as well That a lot of this story at the beginning Is due to myself You know what I'm saying It's not nothing that God dropped on me Or the devil put on me I'm not going to give him that type of credit You know what I'm saying This is just uh, A lot of it is just from pure ignorance On my stand- <laughs> on my part um, I have to take accountability for that um, So like I said um, 2017 Um Started gaining all the weight and stuff like that And come to find out um, I had kidney disease And I had the early stages of kidney disease Everybody know there's five stages Um, Right now currently I have stage five Which is end stage renal disease Um, End stage of course you think You know I'm getting ready to die But (laughs) we'll get to that a little bit later Um, So um, I had kidney disease Um, Didn't tell my wife Didn't tell my family You know and I have I went to the doctor one day So hold on wait 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 hold on Right so like go you go to the doctor, yeah. because you're feeling bad in your body. Right. The Long. doctor reveals you have kidney the, issues. Kidney issues. At yeah. that point, did you know it was stage five? No, it wasn't stage five at that point. Okay, it wasn't stage, stage five. Stage one. You didn't say it, nothing. Yeah, it wasn't stage one. I, I don't know what stage it was. They just told me like you're having kidney problems. So basically, like um, I know like when I went for my blood pressure, I had to do a lab. Basically, mm-hmm. when you did your P lab, yeah. they mm-hmm. told you then yeah. that it wasn't working. Yeah, nothing. the kidney, your kidney yeah. function is not where it's supposed to be. Gotcha. As far as you, you know, side right. doctor. The so they're telling me like you know diet, exercise, all the normal stuff. Yeah, watch your sugar, you know, because I was diabetic at the time. So, so hold on, the, the point I I wanted to get to that like, you didn't go home until no, tell Dre. Not at all. What was going through your mind? Like you were thinking that this is something that you could manage. Yes, and you could go ahead and get back on track. Yeah. Without yeah, sounding an alarm. Exactly. Okay. Like I, I, you knew you were diabetic. Yeah, knew it was diabetic. Okay. You know, stuff like that, um, which I found out the previous fall, fall okay. of 2016. Gotcha. Um, so, um, throughout hiding it and everything like that, still gaining weight. You know, and my wife is just like, "What's wrong with you? You know, you right. you can't even hardly walk around the block. You know what I'm saying? And and by this time, uh, because I'm having kidney problems, my body is starting physically to swell. Like and, and if anybody doesn't know what your kidneys do is uh, uh, filtrate, you know the you know filtrate your urine and all all of that stuff, all the toxins in your body. So toxins weren't leaving my body, you know stuff like that. You know everything is just building up. So which I'm physically swelling up at this time, looking like Professor Clump. Like yeah. I could go to bed and my legs will go down, my my swelling will go down when I'm laying down. But as soon as I sit up, stand up, get up for the day. Five minutes later, it's like it's like I'm a different person. And just just wow. so we can help people along the way, cause, so we want people to be able to see signs too. If yeah, they, you know exactly. Was it um, particular parts of your body other than your legs? Not to be personal, personal. No. Was it like 
In your chest area your Yeah my like, face was swelling right. I mean I, like I said This is my whole body Pretty much my stomach My face My legs especially That was the part Where I carried the most weight at Yeah I think that That was probably the biggest Telltale sign Like for, for me and Earl Cause I remember We was just like Hey man like his legs are Like they look like He's in pain as he's walking You know yeah. what I'm saying But actually I didn't even catch I know you're gonna get to this We kinda like know the story Kinda so we yeah. But like Sherelle had kinda pointed The leg thing out yeah. Oh yeah and, she and did And for me yeah. I was like Man ain't no wrong Running legs and blah blah But he was uh, teaching, teaching Sunday, Sunday school. school One day Yeah, right. And I'm just looking at him I'm like Yo man this dude legs Is really big Like This yeah. ain't just like He gained weight big This is like Nah, bro. And he gave weight his legs like disproportionate. Yeah, yeah. it wait, was like, wait, man, it was no, like, that's it was odd. Yeah. yeah, even to the eye, you can tell like, now nah, that's water. Like, right. yeah, like that's pretty big, you know. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, I felt like Professor Clump, you know, at yeah. the, the party, Nutty Professor, where he like he's he's Buddy Love, and he yeah. automatically yeah. turns yeah. into Sherman. I felt right, like right. I felt like that every morning. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Well. Getting getting up. Um, so uh, back to the story. Um, but like I said, anytime y'all want to interject anything, then let me know. Uh, back to the story. So um, I'm not saying anything, and this is, and <laughs> this is the crazy part. Realistically, you're only supposed to survive ten days without dialysis. I'm going months. Jesus. I'm literally going months of ignoring it, just saying, "Oh, I'm okay. I don't know what's wrong." You know, and I'm not going to the doctor at this time, you know, or nothing like that. Wife is like, you know, what's going on? Are you feeling okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You know, I, I, something will happen where to break. You know, maybe this is just something temporary, right. you know, stuff like that. So where the story kind of shifts, and I still haven't told her what's necessarily what's wrong, yet we go on vacation. And um, I'm struggling because, you know, I'm, I'm almost 300 pounds at this time. Um, we go on vacation We fly to California For her brother's graduation um, One day uh, We go to the uh, I think we go to uh, Santa Monica Pier To the boardwalk um, I have on this certain pair of shoes That's a cheap pair of shoes uh, And they're just boat shoes <laughs> John got a pair of boat <laughs> shoes right now But they're boat shoes Because I'm on vacation So I'm not I'm not stunting in no Jordans Like I normally am No sneakers or nothing like that But this day This, this uh, Faithful day I just happened to wear the wrong pair of shoes. Meanwhile, my body is swollen, um, so it's like the, the the perfect storm almost. I wear this pair of shoes to the pier. Uh, we're walking four and five miles, and I'm, when I tell you guys, um, y'all don't know this because y'all weren't there, but um, my wife will know. I struggle so bad to get up, walk, because like I said, I weighed almost 300 pounds. My heart was literally almost giving out. Yeah. Um, because I had, yeah, I had so much fluid on me, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm literally like dragging myself to walk and enjoy myself with my family. I'm not enjoying myself at this time because, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm tired, you know, I can barely move. You know what I'm saying? All in all, um, I think I fall that day, um, at the pier, um, because I weigh so much and my legs are so heavy. I can't barely bend my legs at the time. So, uh, one little stumble and I fell at the pier. Um, so we come back home from the vacation. Um, it's a couple of nights after um, we get back home. Um, we had just moved into our new house and everything like that. Um, and then I get ready to take a bath. Everybody, everybody from the last right, episode right. know I love to take baths. Um, <laughs> so I get ready to get in the hot tub to kind of soak and hopefully let my body come down from the swelling and stuff like that. I take off my shoe and I, I happen to 
turned some way where I could see the bottom of my foot. And I see like the, the biggest uh, sore that I've ever seen in my life on my foot. And I'm just like, man, it's like it's like a huge blister. It's like red at the bottom. And I haven't felt it because I had so much fluid on my body. Right, I didn't right. even know it was there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it came from that day wearing those shoes, those shoes walking, on the pier yeah, yeah. and walking so much, you know, and, and having all that fluid on me. So um, my wife looks at it and is like, what's wrong? Oh, they're looking at his shoes. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, we'll be careful. No, but uh, so my wife looks at it like, hey, we need to go to the emergency room. And I, and I know I even said it myself, like, I need to go to the emergency room. This is bad. You still haven't told her what you know about the kidney disease. <laughs> Not at all. Bro. Still. Still, and like I said, I, I thank God for covering me with grace through right. my ignorance. You know what I'm right. saying? Because yeah, I should have yeah. been dead, and then yeah. we'll we'll kind of uncover everything yeah, as the story right. goes along. But I should have been dead. I'll, I'll just put that out there. Um, so we go to the emergency room that night. Um, we get to we go from Colleen to Temple to the emergency room. Uh, they tell me it's like a four hour wait or something like that. So I'm just like, man, I don't feel like waiting this long I'll just call in the morning and make it a po- same day appointment you work at Scott and White they have those same day yeah, appointments yeah, yeah. so uh, the the people at the ER was like okay just make an appointment same day did that went the next day saw my my PCP um, uh, primary care physician yeah. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know the lingo I went and saw my doctor she was like ooh this looks bad but um, we're gonna send you to wound care wound care yeah, so uh, she was like, "Well, I'm gonna, clearly, it's, you, yeah." <laughs> she was like, "I'm gonna put a referral in to go to wound care for you." Um, so I'm like, "Okay." They clean it up and do everything kind of right there. I'm still swollen, you know, not saying nothing about that, ignoring that, you know, I'm still swollen at this time. So, a um, couple days pass. Um, I don't get the call for the referral. Um, and I called the hospital back right. And like what's going on You know they said they was going to send me to wound care right. You know I'm trying to make sure this doesn't get You know worse or nothing like that It's hurting me at this point uh, The, the no, bl- Also too I'm not trying to put you a piece No you're good. good But like she don't notice your legs Like that's the lady you always see Yeah she don't ask you about your legs, bro. Cause I mean, them things she, was big. She bro. didn't. She didn't really at this time. <laughs> like for real, like you know. Yeah, what I'm saying? Right, like, right. And I understand that, where that, that question comes I would from. probably be like, Rodney, sir, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like as but, a trained medical professional, you would think that that would be an alarming. Like, hey, so what's going on with your health? Like, yeah. I, and I, and at hindsight, I look back at that, you know, and like I said, God graced me through right. my ignorance. Like I said, trying to hide that. You know, but um, and I ain't gonna put her out there like that because she's a wonderful lady. Mm. My doctor. Yeah, and I, I don't. I ain't trying to like make her look like she did something wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering, like, to the Doctor eye, Johnson. You know, like that didn't make her, you know. But yeah, so um, so um, by this time, my my foot is getting like tremendously worse. Yeah. I'm um, and the next over the next couple of days, I take my shoe off, and it just has the worst smell ever. And it's starting to look bad now. Um, so of course I'm scared. I'm still not. I'm not saying anything because I've went to. The, I've gone to the doctor for this particular thing, um, but I'm not saying anything to my wife. Like I'm scared now. I'm not. I didn't say that to her. I'm just, but you are scared. Yeah, though. but I, I'm. I, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. In, inwardly I'm scared because I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, this is not good. It smells like death. Yeah, and yeah. it really, it was, literally. So that's kind of the next uh, next chapter in the story. Um, basically, my my pinky toe and the next toe to that on my left foot was dead, gone completely. Uh, it was it started to gangrene. Jeez. Um, 
on my foot. I can. Yeah, I can. I'm familiar with that odor because not for yours. Yeah. Until the day we went to the doctor, right. I think. But uh, when Mama Sherry, um, right. when she's dealing with the tumor, yeah, bro, that's that's a smell that that you can't get out your head. You can't deny. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. it's it's the smell of death, literally. So it's a part of my body that's still on my body, but it's dead. So I'm like, shoot, and and, I, and in my heart of hearts, I know. Right. I know. At, at what point I, did they say the G word? Uh, when I uh, the. The next day that that when I seen it that night, the follow the following couple of nights, I seen it. I was like, "Well, let me go to urgent care the next day." Yeah, because I remember Drea texted us. You remember that? She she she, she had texted us. She was like, "Yeah, something's up with Rodney's foot." And I remember her using that that word gangrene. And before she said it, when we was texting, I remember thinking, "I was like, I pray to God it's not gangrene," because I know, like, dang, that, that's that's it. That's, that's it. You yeah. know, what I'm saying you can't save something from that. Okay. So, I go to urgent care. Um, the doctor, she's like, "This is bad." You know, she's not, she's not pussyfooting around. Right. <laughs> you know, at this point, she's this like, is, "This is bad." <laughs> she's like, "This is bad." You know what I'm saying? So she's like, "Let's go to, let's go to urgent care. Let's go to the ER right now." Um, yeah, forget urgent so, care. So, we go to the ER. Yeah. Right. So they sent me. Uh, matter of fact, they sent me over to wound care. She sent me to wound care. Again? Yeah. No, she actually sent me to. I hadn't oh. seen wound care. Yet. Oh, okay, I got you. Now, this is the day I took you, or this is a. This is day? in the in the process. I'll okay. get to that part too. Um, so they tell me like um, they like Mr. Sherrell's like the actual um, podiatrist. He comes in. He's like Mr. Sherrell's. Uh, this is bad. Like this is dead. So this is like night. I'm like, okay. Don't know. It's like, I mean, I don't want to be too graphic. I guess we don't have like pictures. I'm sure you don't want to. Put I do, that stuff up. but I ain't gonna yeah, put that but up. I mean, like, it was just black. Yeah, it might like my, like the, that part of my foot. You no, know, my two toes was black. Like it was dead, like green. It was literally like green, blackish color. So, in all of this, I'm still ignoring the kidney disease. It, it, oh, so, I forget all about that. Yeah, we forget all yeah. about that. So, um, in this meantime, uh, I uh, okay. So, a couple uh, in between this, I finally get up the gumption to tell Drea what's going on with the kidney disease. She happened to go to the doctor with me one day, um, and the doctor kind of told her the story. I didn't tell her. When we got into a big old because argument. What I didn't hear before is that Rodney was hog tying Drea before he <laughs> went to his <laughs> appointments, right? <laughs> You know what to say, Rodney. Come on, we talked about this. I don't know what I hope to. I don't know Sorry, sorry, y'all. But um, so in this and in this time, um, um, we get into we get into a heated argument because she's like, she's you're mad, bro. Yeah, she's like, you're my husband and hurt probably. Yeah, it's she's like, like you've been lying to me. For yeah, you've been time. lying to me right. this whole time. You've been dealing with a, a fatal disease, you know, and you ain't said nothing. And I and That's I was selfish. I was so yeah. ashamed and embarrassed. I just drove off. Like we literally had drove, driven two cars. <laughs> For real? Yeah, I was that immature, bro. You did it like the homeless dude, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> Rodney got a, a of driving. Rodney off. would drive off for you too. It was like that. <laughs> yeah, it was like. Yeah. See, this is probably I've never heard this part. Yeah. yeah. So oh, I mean, right. we we got into an argument because I mean, and I and I understand. Yeah, I got. No, it. Like no, I said, totally. she had every right to be. Yeah, right. because yeah. if it, the shoe was on the other foot, I would have did the same thing. But I also see how how scared you were and how you. 
how you did it because I can't sit back and be like I would have definitely told my wife I don't know I did what I yeah. would have did you and know and, and and my and you know our faith plays a big part in it because I'm like yeah. God you can heal me yeah, you can yeah, heal yeah, me before yeah, anything yeah. Fi- anybody finds out you can do it Lord that's and, you the know. manipulation part yeah. of yeah I feel you I feel so you. Th- that was my that was my mindset right. like God's gonna heal me uh, in this time you know I know this is just a test you know this is preparing me for my story you know what I'm saying not knowing this story is being written as I'm as I'm yeah. living this. you know what I'm saying with the decisions that you're exactly. making exactly like, nah, exactly. it's not bro it's about to get deeper yeah, like, yeah exactly yeah yo you just had the beginning you know yeah. what I'm saying? so God is like yeah we uh, yeah you said you wanted to be used I got you so you know what I'm saying be careful what you ask for you know what I'm saying when we ask to be used in these capacities we don't tell God and we don't get to dictate how we how, get, how we get used uh, so that's key in this situation. I always, you know, as a kid, you know, went up to the altar and said, Lord, use me. If you can, we sang the song. If you, you can, can use, use anything, anything Lord, Lord, you can use me. I sang that song. Yeah. <laughs> Take my feet. Yeah. He took mine. You know, but we're going to get to that in a minute. Right. Okay, so back to the story. Earl, um, I asked Earl one day because, okay, by this time, they tell me I need to start dialysis because I have, I have stage five kidney disease. I've come to accept it. All of this. So they say you got to get a catheter put in your chest so we can start you on dialysis immediately. You should have started this about six months ago. Jeez, boy. Okay. So, like I said, and let me interject this part again just for a warning. You're not supposed to go 10 days without dialysis. dialysis. That is the maximum. I was walking around people with toxins in my body for over six months. So just let that sink in real quick. I should be dead. I shouldn't be talking on this microphone right now. So, um, Earl takes me to the hospital. At this point, I can't even walk. We park in the parking lot. Earl has to get a wheelchair to wheel me up to the hospital. Yeah, I still got that picture. Man. Yeah. I don't know if you know I took a picture. <laughs> I didn't know. Send me that picture, bro. Yeah, I'm but, fine. Uh, I got it. But wow. yeah, um, I didn't know that. But um, yeah, I could I couldn't even walk. I couldn't even walk ten steps without breathing heavy. You know, like I can't yeah. breathe. I'm mm. like, hey, dude, you got to get a wheelchair and wheel me up to this clinic so I can get this thing put in my chest. Right. He does it, man. He's, I didn't understand. Man. Yeah, he didn't understand. Like, he was just being a friend. Like, hey, let me take him to the hospital real quick. He, you know, he would do the same for me. So right. uh, he took me to the hospital, got the catheter put in my chest. Meanwhile, still dealing with the foot issue. Let's go back to that. Um. So they tell me, uh, they like, Mr. Shirelles, um, we're gonna have to amputate your left, your your left two toes, your your you know your your fourth and fifth martyr sisal something I forgot the word yeah, for it, right. but uh, better your fourth yeah your better card yeah fourth and fifth toe got to come off hardest thing I ever heard in my life thus far. Yeah. This is harder than the, the renal disease. Right. So they're like, okay, we're gonna cut your your, your two left toes off because a piece of you is about to be missing forever. Yeah. Yeah. They like, hey, but we got to do this to keep you living. The infections in here, in in your bones, and your everything like that. We got to cut it off. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. I'm still. I remember before because I remember they were talking about uh, what was it? Just the toe. It was something about you hoping it wasn't in the bone. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that night before. You know, we praying and I'm like, yeah. So we they wanted to make sure the infection wasn't in my bloodstream. Right. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. The infection wasn't. It was just in the bone part. Of my fourth and fifth toe, the bloodstream that's traveling. Up yeah, that's, that's traveling so everywhere. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? That's dangerous. So by this time, um, I give them to the go ahead. Like I don't want to do it, but I'm gonna go ahead because I got to do it to save my life because it smells like death. I want to uh, live. Yeah, yeah I want to live. And uh, you know, I'm still having my foot at this time. So uh, uh, they cut off my my fourth and fifth toe. I'm doing dialysis, so I'm like, okay, 
we we can make it through this. I just lost my my left two my my left two toes and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I get through the surgery. Um, I start rehab. I start healing. Um, healing up good. Um, and meanwhile, guys, I don't want to get too graphic, but I literally have a hole in my foot yeah, that you can yeah. see right. inside my foot hole. Um, and I have to wear this machine called a wound vac um, and things like that uh, to, while it heals and everything like that. Meanwhile, I'm still diabetic, so it takes a long time to heal. Um, um, meanwhile, while the healing process is going, I get a I get an infection in it in the in the openness. Um, the first time they're like, okay, we're gonna work to get the infection out. Um, I took some, you know, I took some antibiotics, got right. the infection out. Um, and this time, I actually, um, the, and this is almost like maybe two months into it, um, and they're scheduling me like uh, to get a skin graft to get it covered up. Right, right. So I'm like, I'm excited. I'm like, okay, I lost two toes, but I'm yeah, back. I'm, good. I'm on the back road back to recovery. You know, I've started dialysis. I started losing weight. You know, I'm, eight I'm, toe Willie. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I still wear my sneakers. Right, right. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm face this. I go to. The plastic surgeon to do the uh, consultation for the skin graft. He said, "Okay, we it needs to heal up just a little bit more. We're gonna give it about another month, right. and you should be good. We're, we'll schedule the surgery." That night, it was a Friday. I'll never forget. That night was a Friday. I went home. My wife said, um, "My wife said your foot is infected again. She can smell it." And it's like I'm like I'm devastated Because I'm like No that's not true I don't want to hear this I'm, yeah, I'm like, at the brink of, of Beating this thing Right And you gonna say this She's like No you need to go to the hospital Monday morning I go to my normal appointment Because I'm going to appointments Every Every two Every other day at this point For the foot um, For you know The healing process So because um, they have to change the dressing and all that kind of right, stuff. Right. So she's so Monday morning, I go to the um, the uh, clinic, which I normally go to. My uh, doctor looks at it. He's like, "It's all bad. It's all bad. Yeah, it's all bad." He's like, "It took a turn for the worse over the weekend," and he's like, "It's eating itself alive." That's foot, my foot. So it's like starting to deteriorate at this point. So I'm like, I got a hole in my foot. He's like, um, he's like, you know, best case scenario, we cut it off. And he's just like happy go lucky about it. He's like, we cut it off. We can get you a prosthetic leg. You know, we can get you going. Just like real, like yeah. cavalier. He's like real. Yeah. He's probably just like trying to keep it real. In the he sense he of like, is. But, you know, you don't want to hear this at this yeah. point. No. You're like, okay, I just went through a major surgery. Got a part of my body cut off. Right. And now you're telling me I got to have my whole, potentially my whole leg cut off. Because at this point, they don't even know where they have to cut. Mm. So they're like, we don't know if we need to do a below the knee amputation or above the knee amputation. So this is the time. This is the September, October mark where you're about to get married. Right. So everybody know John was getting ready to get married at this point. I was supposed to be in the wedding as, you know, the rest of the crew. Um, but I cannot attend any of the wedding festivities because I'm laid up in the hospital. Right. Um, so I'm missing everything um, at this point, you know, which is killing me because it's like my best friend is getting married. Um, I know the issues that he's going through with his dad, you know, and me as a friend, I'm, you know, I'm still thinking about somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And, 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 just to interrupt you there for a second, I can say the entire time Rodney was just like, 
super unselfish because he's like, I remember when he hit us up and was like, bro, I don't think I'll be able to, but I'm trying to. And I'm thinking like, bro, that's the last thing you need to be thinking about right now. Right. You should be like worried about, you know, your health. And so, but I'm still trying to kind of grieve with my with, with my best friend thinking like, man, he's he's pretty much losing a part of his body. But my a part of me still wants to be selfish, like, but I still want him there. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. uh, I mean, this moment is never gonna happen again. You know? But I can't imagine what you was going through in those moments, yeah, trying to like man. juggle that. So, and this and this and this and this is the short story. You know what I'm saying? Because. I'm trying to get everything out, so this right. I'm, I'm leaving out a lot of details, but I'm trying to get in as much as I can. Um, so throughout this time, I'm in the hospital for almost a month at this point, right. consecutively. Yeah. I mean, y'all coming up there to see me every right. other day. You know, my wife going back and forth because she's the only one working at this time. So you know, she got a, a you know a gorilla on her back with pressure, yeah, trying to figure out it, figure right. out if her husband is going to live. You know, trying to you know take care of a child. Just moved into this new house. Just moved into this new so house. Got this mortgage and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ain't nothing stopping. You right. know what I'm saying? Bills ain't stopping. Bills ain't stopping. She the only one working at this time. I'm not getting disability. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? So um, I have to commend her uh, for holding it down for me. You know, during that time. But back to the story. Um, I'm sitting in the hospital. Um, everybody's coming to visit back and forth, church family, uh, mom, parents. Uh, my dad's calling every day. My grandma's coming up there every day. Um, you know, just just trying to keep me encouraged, you know, let me know that they're praying for me, stuff like that. Um, so the doctors come in and say, hey, we got to make a decision. This infection is killing you. We got to make a decision. Either you're going to get this leg cut off or you're going to die. I remember that call And I'm still looking For this picture I remember that call though That mess ate me up uh, Cause I think We were going on A little family trip mm-hmm. To uh, I, Matter of fact This was even before The tow yeah. And uh, my mom That was like You know I know my mom But she knows Something wrong Cause she know I'm not really uh, Outwardly emotional yeah. But she They just knew I yeah. just got real quiet Yeah. I'm like Dang man Like My boy You know yeah. This is like, real like, yeah, My brother happening. You know what I'm saying Like yeah, yeah. Like, you know, this is like there. And I remember us talking. And I'm like, bro, we were talking about all these options. And I'm yeah. like, man, just let them do what they got to do, bro. You know, like, you know, I'd rather you live in or you got one, two legs. You know, I just know it's easier for somebody else to say for you. Yeah. But it's like, bro, we just want you here, man. So, like, let them do what they got to do, you know. I distinctly remember every conversation that everybody had with me personally um, during that, at that few days. Yeah. Um, so the doctor comes in and they're like, okay. Best case scenario, um, we don't have to take it above the knee. We can take it below the knee. Um, so that's a good sign. Um, uh, we looked at all kind of healing methods as right. far as uh, before I even agreed to the surgery because I'm like, I don't want to lose my leg, you know. Right. And I'm, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 I remember so like there got to be other ways. Yeah, like, man, what else is yeah. There? We were researching everything. My dad was in Maryland and yeah, DC yeah, yeah, yeah. researching stuff, you know, trying to get me to, to a hospital in Houston. All kind of stuff. So nothing, nothing worked. Doctors, the doctors are being like so blunt at this point. Like, hey, you got you one get, or two options. Yeah, you got to make a decision. This this infection is literally killing you. Um, so I never forget that uh, one night um, I sat in the hospital alone. My wife couldn't come that night. Um, everybody else was, you know, doing the wedding stuff, and you know, it had their own lives going on. So I sat in the hospital. I prayed. I cried. Um, no doctors, no nurses, no uh, phlebotomists uh, came in 
for some reason, it was just me and God that night. Um, nobody came in the room. That's weird because they normally in like clockwork. exactly bro, every three yeah. hours. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so nobody came in the room for about two to three hour period, and I cried and I didn't. I ain't know what to say. You know, I was like, God, I've been a faithful servant for all of these years. Why would you do this to me? Um, and you know, I can honestly say I said those words verbatim out my mouth. Um, you know why would why would you do this to me? I'm like I know, I know other people that that do worse than me. Right. Um, so, and I'm sorry I'm getting a little emotional, but um, I'm like I know people that that do worse than me um, at this time. So like why why me? Why me? Um, and um, during during prayer and, and that night, um, God just gave me a piece about the situation. And I called my wife and I was like, okay, we got to do it. I got to do it. And she was like, um, she was like, <laughs> she couldn't believe I was saying it out of my mouth. But she was like, if you have a piece about it, I'm with it. You know, and I was like, you know, I got a piece about it. And, uh, and it, it was still hard to tell the doctors like, okay, let's do this. Give you my uh, consent. Yeah, okay. you cut off my leg. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, they pre- they prepped me for the procedure. A day I'll never forget. Uh, November second of two thousand seventeen um, was the day. It was a Thursday. Um, I remember everything that happened that day. Um, they came in at six fifty five, exactly to get me to wheel me down to the OR. Um, I remember everything, like I said, about it until the medicine kicked in and I fell asleep. Until I woke up um, in post-op, I can remember everything so so clearly. Um, when I woke up, what type of pain were you in? When you woke up? I wasn't in any pain because I had, they had me on so much medicine. Right. Um, but um, I remember waking up, and they, um, my mom was already in my room uh, from the surgery. She was waiting, um, and my wife was there and everything like that. So they wheeled me back to the room, and I just remember laughing and joking as soon as I got back, and uh, because I had such a piece about what had just happened, um, and I have the videos of the phone um, <laughs> on, my, on my phone to this day. Um, it was uh, that Saturday, that uh, the next day um, after you have the, this type of surgery, an amputation. It was a left below the knee uh, amputation. Uh, they they bring the the physical therapist up there with a walker, like, hey, you got to get up. And so I'm like, okay. And I have the videos, like I said, still on my phone of the very first time I used a walker that Saturday. Uh-huh. And I remember Zoe and Drew was there. They was just looking at me like, oh, my God, like, Uncle Ronnie don't have a leg. No. <laughs> you know, uh, and, I, and, I, and I, this is where the, the birth of the robot leg was 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 born. And I told Drew, I told Drew, I said, um, Uncle Rodney's going to be a half robot now, you know. And I didn't know when I was going to get a prosthetic and all of that, but I just told him, I was like, you know, it's gone right now, but I'm going to be a half robot one day. And he was like, you going to have a robot leg? And I said, yeah, me and you going to race. And he was like, how are you going to race? You don't have no leg, you know. <laughs> just being a kid, uh, but that's my man, Honey Grant, Jeru, and my, and my Uncle Rico, and Zoe, and all of them. Um, but meanwhile... Um, I took it in stride, you know, um, so I, uh, all this time I'm doing dialysis, uh, getting that part straight, um, and we go home. But um, 
when we go home, I don't really know how life is gonna go on. Mm. This is this is like this is where this is where I hit the crossroad. This is where I hit the wall because I'm like, okay, I made it through the surgery. I smiled through all of that, but I'm, I'm back. They sent me home on that Saturday. I had Thursday. I had surgery oh, on dang, Thursday. Yeah. They sent me home on Saturday. Um, so I get home and I'm just like, what do I do now? I have one and a half legs. Um, I have kidney disease, so I have to. I, I literally, which everybody knows me, I'm a person that I don't like to depend on people. Yeah. So for everything that I have to do now, I have to depend on somebody. Right. I I really can't do too much on my own. You know, I have to have somebody there with me so I can go to the bathroom. Right. Not that I couldn't use the bathroom by myself, but I had to get to you the bathroom. Get up to the bathroom. Right, 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 yeah. right. So I had to get to the bathroom. I, we just bought a brand new two-story house. I can't yeah, go upstairs. Yeah. yeah, I remember as I showed up with, with the little knee scooter. Yeah, you exactly. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he's like, bro, you got used to riding on this bad boy for a minute. Yeah, so um, I had to live downstairs in my own house. I couldn't go up to my bedroom. Right. Um, so I entered a state of depression, like real hard. Man, I wouldn't. Um, I wasn't really reaching out to nobody. You know, everybody would come by and say hey and hi and bring me, you know, food and stuff like that. But you know, um, it wasn't quite the same. It wasn't the same. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I wasn't myself, and I knew I wasn't myself. And um, me and my wife would argue because, you know, I, I didn't want to be a husband at that time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because wow. I, I didn't feel like myself. You know what I'm saying? And everybody know what I mean by that. You know what I'm saying? I lost a piece of me. So, literally, man. Literally, yeah. yeah, I literally lost, uh, you know, a part of me. So, you know, I'm feeling insecure, you know, and stuff like that. So, you know, I don't want to be intimate. You know, I'm like, how can I be intimate? You know, and stuff like that. All of those questions running through my head. That's real, bro. You know what I'm saying? So we, we, we arguing and fussing back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Because she still has needs and she's still a wife. You know what I'm saying? But she's trying to take care of me as best as she can. But, right. you know, I'm I'm hurting myself. So, you know, we're just two people like, you know, how are we going to get through this? You know, and I'll never forget, you know, Earl can kind of interject here, you know, <laughs> when I was going through my depression. How did how did y'all handle Yeah, that? man, you were, uh, it, was fu- it wasn't funny. It's funny now looking back because that ain't Rodney. Like, like, we know Rodney to get dressed every day. Oh, Rodney yeah. sits in that. I mean, like right now, he has his Thanos shirt on. That's pretty dope. Yeah. You know, and I always fly, bro. But he literally wore this like hoodie. He was like Rodney, like mellow hoodie. He was like Rodney hoodie for like, oh, was that months, bro? Or it was, it was a couple months. Cause yeah, I remember Drea texting us, man, and I would hit her from time to time, like, Drea, you can see, got the hoodie on still. And she'll, she'll say yes or no, or he's doing this and he's doing that. But that was rough, bro. And and at that point too, it was like almost like in a sense of. I really can't do nothing for you. You know what I'm saying? Except for be there. It's like kind of like, um, I don't really know how how it really to, equates to maybe watching a lady go through a pregnancy or something. It's like you, all you can do is try to comfort the best you can, but you're not in that situation. You can't so, climb in her shoes. Yeah, yeah, you can't really empathize. You don't really know what, what she's feeling, but you know it hurts and it affects you. You know, so it was rough on all of us, I think. I remember praying countlessly, like, you know, Continuously every day Like God just bring him out of this You know I I don't know what he's feeling But obviously You know what I'm saying Like There's a lot to deal with bro On the flip side Is that I remember looking at you And having such a newfound respect for you 
um, even while you were going through the process and and leading up to you know what I'm saying the amputation because like I said you were just super unselfish about it you know what I mean it wasn't yeah. like you you were ever ever looking for anybody to feel sorry for you right and then I remember like when I came to visit you right after the, you know what I'm saying uh <laughs> you were like immediately like cracking because I remember talking with my wife thinking like I I know my brother and I know he's gonna want to kind of like joke about this a little bit. But I want to be sensitive at the same time because I don't know where his state of mind is completely. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna kind of like see the temperature of the room. Yeah. And like just step inside there, you know, no pun intended. I mean, he was just like real lighthearted about it. I was like, okay, yeah, I know my brother. How we gonna do it? But even even then, as you kind of progressed, it was like you. I don't want to say put on a front, but like you were trying to, I guess, use like self-talk with like um, building yourself up to a certain extent in other people's eyes without them like feeling really, really bad for yeah. Rodney. You know what I'm saying? But he, he got to a point where he would talk, and I think when he finally, you know, accepted that, all right, dude, I'm going through a depression, you right? Know? And, right. That, and that's when I was like, okay. Did you immediately recognize that you were in depression? No, or did it take you a little I, while. It to took kind of everybody get saying it to me to for me to like realize it. Okay. Acknowledge it. Yeah, and when, once I once I acknowledge it, I was like, okay, I got to shake myself. I got to get out of this. You know what I'm saying? Because um, and one and what helped me realize it is that. I seen that life isn't gonna stop. Right. Everybody else still has lives. Everybody's still gonna go on, whether I'm here or not. Everybody else really? is gonna go on. A painful truth, bro. Yeah, it's a painful truth. But that 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 woke me up, and I said, okay, let me let me get let me get back to Rodney. You know but what I'm the saying? thing under depression, and I I didn't even accept it at first. Like Sherelle, even with the legs, you know, she would try to tell me. She's like a reader. She always talked to people that been through stuff, and she would try to tell me. Um, be really careful with Rodney Make sure you know y'all are close by Because when stuff like that happens You know how Rodney is He won't say nothing But they go through a depression <laughs> and I'm like man nah man Rodney man, Right yeah. That's like you don't know Rodney be depressed man. Right you'll be depressed But bro sure enough bro I'm like That's real yeah. <laughs> right again, you appreciate, know what I'm saying? Appreciate I'm like, my sister holding me down. For yeah, me. right again. Yeah, she didn't say a whole lot directly, but she would always, you know, I remember she was sending you all the scriptures. <laughs> yeah, she did. She got on my nerves <laughs> with them things at first. I'm like, man, all these healing scriptures. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she was like, make sure he gets all up there. It was like a, it was a bunch of scriptures. It was a bro. book, man. She sent me a book. Was, I still right. got that text. But bro, man, but, uh, I mean, it took all of us, I think, to get through yeah, it. It took like, a collective effort, man, and I appreciate. Y'all. And I'll tell you this, bro. And I know we're not. Totally at the end Yeah But you inspired our kids bro Like um, I remember having them Sign that jersey for you Yeah And I was just telling Telling them the story Trying like Holding back tears Cause I'm like Y'all don't know how <laughs> How grateful y'all should be Y'all right. can run up and down A football field Like right, right. Man my brother was healthy Never You know We didn't know what, No underlying yeah. issues You know what I'm saying exactly. And like You know Now he about to lose his leg And y'all Y'all get to work out You get to practice Don't ask me if we got I'm going off bro and I'm like, oh. they were so inspired, bro. And I yeah. think it really, it really, I mean, we were doing good that season anyway, but it pushed them, bro. Like, yeah. you know, even to make it to a championship game. And yeah. It's like, bro, like they were, ins- Do it for <laughs> they were inspired, bro, like to write that jersey. It, it, it yeah. meant something more to them. I was, yeah. I was just telling them, you gotta, still got that jersey. You got to yeah. play for something bigger than you. You know, yeah. I'm like, I'm coaching for something bigger than me. Y'all definitely got to, you yeah. know. So I appreciate yeah, you. You inspire, you inspire people, bro. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, man. But to finish the story up, man. Um, so I kind of shook myself, man, and uh, like you know, and I was like, hey, we got to go on. So around 
January, December, or around January, um, I got in touch. I was doing therapy and stuff like that, healing up really good yeah. uh, from the full amputation, from the below the knee amputation. Uh, February, uh, kind of a quick testimony in that, um, I started getting fitted for a prosthetic. Yeah. Um, and this is this is the testimony of testimonies in this part. So I'm worried about it because I'm like, I ain't got no job. I ain't getting no disability at this point. Right. My wife is the only one working. And I know this. I know a a, a, a um, prosthetic leg ain't cheap, so I know I got insurance. Yeah. <laughs> I know I got Medicaid, um, stuff like that from disability. I, that part has kicked in. My insurance kicked in. Um, so um, I go to my prosthesis, and he's like, "Okay, we gonna get you fitted and all of that." So he's like, "You have a down payment of one hundred eighty-eight dollars." I'm like, "Okay, we can we can manage that." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I got that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> He, he shows me he shows me the bill, so down payment. You know, yeah. down payment is just the first part. Right. The bill is eleven thousand dollars. Oh my god, that's so. the part I didn't get. I got so bad when Rodney when he told me that. I was yeah. like, so what are they gonna do? Come take it if you can't pay for right, it? Right, right, right. It's like yo, yo, they gonna repo your leg? Yeah. So I'm like, man. Everything's looking up. I'm like, I'm gonna get back to walking. Yeah. I could wear two shoes again. I'm like, <laughs> I need them shoes. Yeah, because right. everybody know I had a passion for shoes. I got a thing for shoes. Um, and before, just to go back, that was the first question I asked the doctor when he said, like, I "Can I wear these shoes?" I have uh, when I have to have my foot amputated. I was like, "Can I wear shoes again?" So that was the first question. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't didn't care about nothing else. I'm happy your, your priorities was good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I wear sneakers yeah, again? I that was the so. first question I asked. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause I got a lot of, them. but right. uh, anyway, so um, bill was eleven thousand uh, dollars. They 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 come back and was like, well, we gonna we gonna we gonna go ahead and start making it. Um, so the day comes where I have to put the down payment down. I pay the one eighty eight. You know, everything no everything's gravy. So I get a letter in the mail the next day. Uh, well, a couple of days later, and it's like balance due says zero. So I'm like, say what? I'm like, wait, wait a minute. And um, you know, through the grace of God, man. Insur- crazy, and, and and anybody that has an amputation knows mm-hmm. insurance doesn't pay for prosthe- prosthesis. Right. They don't feel like it's medically necessary. Y- yeah. It, it, yeah. Especially if you got wheelchair and all of that, and you get a walker when you leave the hospital. It's gotcha. it's not medically necessary. Yeah. Right. So uh, mysteriously, well, through the grace of God, it ain't even mysteriously through the grace of God. And, and the hundred eighty eight dollars I paid, they refunded me that. <laughs> I got a check in the mail one day from the hangar clinic. I was like, "What's this from?" I thought it was a bill. Yeah. It was a check for the hundred eighty eight dollars I gave him. Wow. Bro, I don't want to rush the testimony. We got to tell more, man. Like, how many jobs you lost, bro? Going man, I lost. Process, um, I lost three jobs during this process. Right, right. Um, I was actually that earlier. I was like, meanwhile, we're not even talking about. Like, yeah, you not yeah. Some of the some work. of the backstory. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. I said, um, like I said, my wife was the only one working. We had just purchased a, a brand soldier, new house. Bro. She is a built, soldier. Yeah, built from scratch. Um, so in the meanwhile, we were in jeopardy of losing our house because she was the only one working. You know, so she had to cover every bill. Right. You know, not just the mortgage. And stuff like that So we were You know Robbing Peter to pay Paul At this point um, So you know Like I said Another shout out to her yeah, but She held me. it down bro Yeah she held it down Have like, you ever Tremendous. Come to me Talking about something I'm thinking about Like bro You better get your Narrow butt Back <laughs> in like, there man. Oh, man. Like, And you, fix whatever You, you did You got a real one man <laughs> Yeah I, I ain't do nothing You better fix whatever You did And go get I it do, right man. I do man I do I appreciate her so much And she knows that But I can't never say it enough um, Throughout this whole You know ordeal 
But to kind of wrap it up, um, made it through, man. Um, uh, after after got after got my pros- prosthetic, um, and a lot of people don't even know I have a prosthetic unless I tell them. Um, they think a lot of people just think I have a knee brace on. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Uh, it looks like yeah, that right they now. just think I have yeah. a knee brace on because I change my shoes every day. I change my socks every day, yeah. you know, which is normal. Um, so, <laughs> you know, um, so a lot of people don't even know, man. And um, you know, I, at first I was embarrassed, um, but now I wear shorts yeah. and everything. And, right, um, I need to show them and show them your jockey. Yeah, exactly. That's my show. Uh, everybody them commercials. Yeah, that's my. Um, you know, my my nephews and my nieces. They call it my robot leg. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's metal. Bro, all right. Testimony on the job, though, bro. I was trying to. Okay, yeah, we are gonna get to that. We yeah, gonna get to no, that. Don't leave that out because yeah. somebody needs somebody needs to no. hear okay. this. No. Okay. So in the meanwhile, um, like. Like I said, uh, wasn't working, looking for a job, wasn't getting disability for a long time. It took like nine months for the disability to, to come to through, kick in. to right. kick in. So th- throughout that whole nine month ordeal, wasn't getting a check or nothing. Come on. Um, wife was the only one working. Only one work. Again. <laughs> so I, um, I applied for a job with the company I work for now. Come on down. Uh, which is McLean. Shout out McLean. to McLean. Uh, but I didn't hear anything back. And this was a, you know, a pretty good job, excellent pay, stuff like that. Um, but I hadn't heard anything, so I was like, at this point, you know, stuff was getting ready to get shut off and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I just need a job. Yeah. So I get a call center job, I think, Teletech. Yeah, I remember you. Oh, yeah, I remember that. We, <laughs> yeah. At first, you was going to work from home, too. Yeah, I was going to work yeah. from home. I was I was going through everything. I went through a couple of different things. Yeah. One, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, so I, I was like, let me get a call center job. I'm familiar with it. Yeah. Customer yeah. service, I can do it. I know they'll hire me. So I went up there, got the job. I started. The the day the day I the day I was gonna the day I started actually, um I was matter of fact I was getting dressed for work, and um I got the phone call from my job now and saying they wanted to offer me the job yeah um and they was like yeah we want to hire you so I was like man this is this is it yeah. I was like man we, we on the way back you know what I'm saying so Teletech I will not be coming yeah, in I, uh, I worked at Teletech for three days in <laughs> training couple, got a little check yeah got a little seventy five dollar check you know no it was like two hundred something it was like a little three day check little little training check yeah a little training check <laughs> um but then I started my my uh, my Real job my <laughs> My job at McLean, uh, working back at HR like I've been doing, HR and recruiting. Um, and then, man, um, and that's just, that was just in August of last year. And then, come on, last month, he got, a, he got an then on that testimony. Yeah, and then, and then, um, I got a promotion last month. Come on now, that took me from you know that gave me about a seventeen thousand dollar raise. Come on now, and anytime we talking about promo, how much your ties? <laughs> 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 You can't tell him that. You know what I'm saying? But um, just throughout all of that, man, I I say that to say, you know, um, if you're faithful over a few things. And like I said, I know this this is the short version of this testimony. Just to kind of let everybody know that, you know, your situation may feel hopeless. Mm -hmm. And you may feel like you are... You know, you're the, you're the most good and faithful servant that God has. And right. you're like, why, you know, why is this happening to me? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, God gives the, you know, the toughest battles to the toughest soldiers. You know what I'm saying? So um, what you're going through, you know, it's just your story being written, man. And use me as an example um, uh, to take care of yourself. 
Um, use me as an example of, you know, somebody that, that lost faith for a minute. You know what I'm saying? I, I never denounced Christ or nothing like that, but I did lose faith. I'm not going to lie about that. You know, I, I felt like I lost hope uh, for a minute. But, you know, those around me, my circle, my friends, those guys in this room, my wife, my, my family, my mom, my dad, my support system, um, everybody that prayed for me. You know what I'm saying? My church family, they held me up. You know what I'm saying? Why I couldn't hold myself up. You know what I'm saying? To, uh, you know, they covered me while, while I recovered, you know, physically, literally. Um, they held me down, you know what I'm saying? And uh, they, they they held the mirror up and helped me see myself. Like, hey, bro, oh, this ain't you. You know what I'm saying? Shake yourself, you know, shake the dust off your shoes, the one you got left. And, uh, you know, get on up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know I know it's comical, and I, I know I could joke about it now, but I've made it through it, man. i made it through the other side. So, um, like I said, this is just a message of hope, a message of encouragement. Um, please, 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 please take care of yourself. Listen to your bodies. Um, Talk to your wives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't hide anything yeah, from man. your spouses. Don't them, hide anything from your families. Rodney was telling y'all. You know, yeah. Well, you said, and just so we make sure we educating the people, any swelling like that? Yeah. Yeah. Any, like, any, well, I mean, if you know, you know, hypertension and diabetes running right. your family, I mean, uh, kidney disease is brought on really by unchecked hypertension, and that's what brought mine on. Yeah, not uh, doing diabetes, anything about diabetes it. Diabetes just kind of it just kind of hit the home run, you know what I'm saying? But, but so basically, this could have been prevented. Yeah, it could have. Yeah, yeah. You By know just what I'm treating saying? your high blood pressure. Yeah, yeah. I'm a high blood pressure, wow. taking my medicine, going to the doctor regularly, which I wasn't doing. You know, now I have to. But then, because you know. um, uh, not to go too far back, no, when initially the doctor told you you were at a stage where I probably was at stage one or two. With the diet and exercising. Yeah, could have. You, you ignored that. Could have stopped it. You know. Did uh, you did you start exercising? No. Or you just you just said just, man. Just you know, like, right, I'll be alright. You know, I ain't gonna eat two burgers this time. I eat one. Eat one burger, right? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, now I can't eat no burgers. But you eat burgers? Nah, man, I can't. Um, and that's because of something else. But um, yeah. but um, I still love burgers, but I can't eat them like, like I used to. I can I can enjoy like a half of one, oh, if that. Yeah. But um, but uh, <laughs> no, it's not all good. It's not a good day. More chicken. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what I eat now. So, um, but like I said, I, I just I really really want to educate people um, to take this as a fair warning. And um, let me let me say this. Um, I don't tell a lot of people. Um, I am still waiting on a kidney transplant. Let me put uh, that out there. You didn't say it. I was about to say. Yeah, um, I'm waiting on a kidney transplant. Um, my blood type is A positive. If you hear this and you know somebody that would like to donate, if you would like to donate, I don't ask anybody for their kidneys. Um, it's a vital organ. Uh, everybody has two, but you can live with one. Right. Um, so if you can spare one, um, I would love to have it. If, you're a, if your blood type is not A positive, um, you can still donate to me, but I won't receive your kidney. I will receive someone else's kidney that will match with me, and your kidney will go to somebody. It, right. it, it would be an even swap. Um, so never fear that you can't necessarily give your kidney to me. You can still give your kidney to me. I just may not receive yours. It would go to what, somebody else. What some of the me. health uh, requirements for a person? Um, I mean, you don't have to be. You don't have to be a picture perfect uh, person of health. Um, you just can't have like hypertension and stuff like that. Um, but you know, just overall general good health. I mean, you can have you know small things, but nothing like you know a major. You can't be majorly overweight and things like that. Um, if you would desire to give, um, but um, um, like I said, I, I I don't I don't press people 
about um, you know giving a kidney to me. Um, I know that that's a that's a hard thing to ask, yeah. uh, so I don't do it because. But you know what, Rod? Uh, you don't do it out of being courteous. I think sometimes and being um, yeah, I don't know if tactful is even the word for it. I don't think it's pride, but. What we do need to start doing, we we need to push it more because yeah. that's something of importance. And I think as far as just education, yeah, it is, bro. And yeah. even because you think about any successful even business person, bro, if you're pushing a new product or you're pushing something, it takes consistency, man. Like yeah. getting into people's ears. So you're gonna see that picture from me a lot <laughs> for pushing his IG page right. and um or that link. You know what I'm saying? Because we're gonna get the word out and we're gonna make sure that. You know, our brother's taken care of, you know what I'm saying? So, so um, and I did, I've done something within this last week. Um, I created a, me an Instagram page yes, specifically sir. to kind of uh, uh, document my journey. Um, what, what's your handle, brother? Dealing with, uh, dealing with dialysis and everything like that. Um, the page is Rodney Needs a Kidney. Mm-hmm. Um, so R-O-D-N-E-Y-N-E-D-D-S, N-N-E-E-D-S, excuse okay. me, A-K-I-D-N-E-Y. Um, that's my um, Instagram handle there So you can kind of see The day to day journey uh, Me going through Dialysis treatments um, Still rocking the fly socks Yeah you know what I'm saying Just just me being me And it, like I said This 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 takes a lot um, To put myself out there Like that Because yeah. I know people Know me from before So right, when people right. see me now They have so many questions um, What happened And you know You have to tell the story Over and over again yeah. <laughs> You know which can be uh, Taxing at some time Now you'd be like Hey Follow the brothers podcast. To <laughs> you want to hear the so, story, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but I, I appreciate you guys even giving me the platform. Um, I know we share this platform, but I appreciate you guys wanting to hear um, the story and the testimony. And um, just know, like I said, um, God is faithful. Um, I can, I can, I'm definitely, you know, the number one um, <laughs> promoter of that statement that God is faithful. Um, he does take care of His children. Um, mm-hmm. Even though when we think that we're not in his hands, you know, we're well protected. You know what I'm saying? Right, and like, well, I said, like I told you. ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I said, like I told the story, I should have been dead three, four times over. But, you know, his grace kept me because he seemed wow. fit for me to tell this story today. Um, so I love you guys. Um, I pray that, that you got something out of this. Um, if you have any questions, of course, you can always hit the brothers page. You can DM me personally. You can ask me any anything. Uh, if you want more information about how to donate or become a living donor, um, and I, I advocate living donors for for any you know kidney, liver, anything. You know what I'm saying? Um, a living donor is something that you can do and still be you, you know kids you can still function you can give a kidney and you'll be out of work for you know maybe a week and then you can go back to work you know and i'm the type of person if you say you're going to give me a kidney i'm gonna make sure you're taken care of even if you know if you need help with your bill something like that you know if you need somewhere to stay you know right. i got extra room in my house you know and, I, and i'm just real. that type That's of person real. anyway right, right, right. Anyway. i'm that type of person anyway but if you um especially if you help me get my life back you know to a place of normalcy you know i i would you know you know I yeah, yeah, be people a, don't realize that like, you, you do dialysis three times a week Three times a week. Yeah. Work a full time job. Right. About to be a full time college student, and I never and I don't complain. And, and never complains like. Not at uh, all. But like even with the dialysis portion of it, 
you realize like that impedes travel because everywhere you go, yeah. you have to make sure there has to be some sort of dialysis that you're right. able to, you know, partake in. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like it makes like overseas travel almost then, impossible. Then yeah. on the, he, so. he needs to be traveling because he got a story to tell. So yeah, exactly. We need, we need so, to make travel easy, right, right. and then I mean, even it's taxing on his body. I remember even going to. Um, to see our sister Tyra play And that was my first time Seeing the real effects Of how it makes him feel Like he's tired But he don't complain man We had a good time You know what I'm saying Like he had a good time You know what I'm saying It's just yeah, But it's taxing bro if Like you see Rodney man He be flying up these stairs down Yeah Yeah so You wouldn't even know He got a prosthetic Cause like I said He never complains nah. uh, and, and he definitely puts himself As Not a, a victim Yep. He puts himself as a survivor, man. Like yeah, Victor, which Victoria, is like super, super inspiring. It, it makes you kind of. There was a time, one time, where like I was having a real bad day and I was feeling sorry for myself. And I swear to Lord, like, <laughs> and he put Rodney in my heart. It was like, you really about to complain about your little bad day? Mm. And your brother just had his leg amputated and yeah. is still smiling, like. Really? <laughs> and I was just like, Yeah, you're right, guys. Like, I got so much to be thankful yeah. for. And and I don't and I don't I don't brag. I don't boast because there's nothing to brag about. Um, I brag on God. You know what I'm saying? And I brag on the Lord uh, bringing me through this. That's what that's what I brag on, man. Um, but like I said, um, I don't set out to, you know, just like we uh, like we said, you know, what's when we when we talk about legacy and stuff like that. No you know, I didn't. <laughs> Um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know this story was being written as I was going through it. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's, and it's still, yeah, and it's still being written. Still man. Being written yeah. So it's not over with. Bro. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I appreciate everything that you guys have done, and I appreciate everything my wife and my child and, and God and my friend, my parents, uh, have done for me. You know, as I've gone through this process, because I know it was hard on everybody that's connected to me. You know, that's seen me go through this. I know. I, I know you cried too You know what I'm saying I, I know if it affected you too um, So I, I don't I got a little moisture in the podcast Right right <laughs> so, Looking um, at my phone <laughs> <laughs> So I don't I don't take it lightly man And um, like I said I got a little emotional During telling this story I was trying not to But um, I don't mind Getting emotional um, Telling this story So I appreciate Everybody tuned in And listening uh, Listening uh, To this um, Like I said I, I wanted to help you I, I want you to be healthy Happy and safe uh, Because dialysis Is not fun um, You know Having your leg cut off Is not fun um, I go through You know Five extra steps of what the normal person has to go through, right. um, but I don't complain about it. Like I said, I did at one time when it first happened, but I'm like, I'm still here, um, so I can't complain about it, man. Um, I have a brand new outlook on life. I appreciate every second and every moment that God blesses me with now. Probably every step. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I, like, I'm not trying to be funny, but like really every every single step that we take for granted. Every little step I take. Yeah. yeah. It's like, man, you, you you definitely appreciate that all the more when you when you lay down at night and realize. Yeah, because I, I have to pop my leg off to go to sleep. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I do take it off and throw it across the room sometimes right. in frustration. But you know, right. when I get the opportunity to put it back on and run up and down the stairs, it makes me smile. Because at one time, I, like I said, because we had bought a brand new house, couldn't walk up the stairs. I couldn't walk up the stairs. Yeah. I had to crawl up the stairs yeah. to even get to my bedroom. So now I can run. And, up and down my stairs. Play some golf I can walk. Too, yeah, I, can, yeah I play golf. We was getting ready to have, play kickball. Yeah, I play kickball. Yeah. I, I, I walk 
I walked what three miles on Saturday. Right. Like I walked three miles, dumb. like purposely, like on a track. Right. Like, I walked three miles. Yeah. So I mean, don't I, you can't you can't tell me what God can't do. So I'm gonna sign off right there. Um, and like I said, just uh, thank you everybody for tuning in uh, to my story. Uh, follow me on Instagram, two four seven Chase. Uh, Rodney needs a kidney. Um, Rodney needs a kidney. Uh, the Brothers Podcast page. Um, get in touch with me any type of way if you have any questions, concerns, any comments. Um, I would love to dialogue with you and connect with you. So I'm gonna sign off there. Over, I'm gonna turn it back over to my brothers for the last words. Yeah, bro. Thank you for sharing your testimony. Thank you for your transparency, bro. Yes. You dropped a whole lot of uh, little gems inside there. Uh, I think it's a a great warning uh, that we should all take heed to and just be grateful. (laughs) Just be grateful and thankful for an almighty God who definitely shows us grace. Because, bro, you can't tell me that God ain't real and that... He's not loving in despite our mistakes. You know what I'm saying? That we make. So that's my that's I my you, bro. That's my biggest thing that um, you know, that's that's the part I smile about. You know, that God kept me through my ignorance. That's 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 the part I can smile about because like I said, I should have been dead two or three times over. So Well we ain't gonna make them same mistakes. Yeah. To God be the glory. You got any words of wisdom, bro? Man, just don't ignore the signs, man. You know. Take care, take care, take care of your body, straight up. If you got somebody Elf, you don't and, and communicate with your wife, man, yeah. and your spouse, <laughs> husband, yeah, family. Right. You know, hog you time, then don't you shut them out. Can. Keep them close. Talk about hog time. Talk about hog time, people. All right, Come man. We go sign off, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Peace. Y'all the brothers. Peace.